going on, wrestling with MMA folks? You've been wrestling with our jobs, wrestling with our families, wrestling with life. We're sorry for the hiatus. Uh, this is season two already. We're going to call that break season one. <laughs> but I'm uh, always joined by my brother in arms, Justin Ferrara. What is up, Justin? Ike, I am uh, happy to see you, man. It's been a long time. <laughs> Like you said, wrestling with uh, work, wrestling with life. So uh, you've been putting in that. I would work more if I didn't have to watch my baby boy who's almost two. But I feel like you're filling those hours with work. Would you text me something like 80 hour work weeks? Well, yeah, um, mostly 72s, six, six, uh, 12s. What Get color is the Corvette you're getting? Um, yeah, speaking of cars, I, uh, I hit a deer <laughs> on my way to work. I was so mad because I was in my car. So I have a, I had a Honda Civic. Isn't that normal to be in your car? Uh, usually I try to take my girlfriend's, but uh, she doesn't like me driving it because it's brand new. So, But uh, taking my car to work... Um, when I was working with my dad and super foggy and literally as soon as my lights like hit the deer, I, I was on top of the deer, flipped it over my hood. I was so mad. The As you can picture, I'm screaming at the steering wheel, punching it and try to open the door, but the door flies back at me because it's uh, um, the front fender was like popped uh, popped in. Or popped out one or the other, and door came flying back at me. Look at the damage; it's just the hood. My my car's been uh, at a collision center for two weeks now. They haven't uh, told me if it's totaled yet, but since it's uh, 2010, it probably will be. But I turned around. I, I was yelling at the deer. I was so upset. I was like, "You just killed yourself, dude!" It was like a, a I think a six pointer. I was like, "You just killed yourself, man!" I was like, "Now I'm late for work," but. So, filed a police report, all that jazz. Um, deer ended up uh, passing, crawled uh, right off the, the road, but went to work a few hours later. So, no Corvette, maybe uh, maybe another Civic, probably a uh, gray, maybe. And that's my color. That's an advertisement for the reason why people should get Civics, man. If you were driving a pickup, it might have, like, went hit you but maybe because of the the lower civic it rolled over you know literally like well i closed my eyes as soon as i hit it i was like oh man like this happened so fast and went right over but uh I ended two for up flinching driving, though yeah, yeah i i ended up uh driving it to uh vermont to uh the collision center so hopefully i hear something back soon because uh this back to one car thing isn't uh isn't really great, but that working. Um, saw our boy Mitch McKee tied the knot, got married. Yes, good memory, man. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, congratulations, Mitch. He's in Greece right now. So living the dream. Congrats to Mr. and Mrs. McKee. But yeah, just working and life. Putting in those 72-hour weeks. I know... 
I already know what you're doing. You know, people that were trying to beat up the golden fro in high school, you're just cutting their electricity and then tap the mountain out. <laughs> you know, yeah. Once I cut their electricity, then I just jump on their back <laughs> like a spider monkey. Oh my gosh. But how you been, dude? Good, busy, busy, and work just slowed up at the right time. Uh right now it's slow and uh about to get some jobs probably next week but it's perfect because i needed a a break from not what time are you waking up five o'clock hour uh three thirty four o'clock damn that's my every day my man that's my inception dream level three at 3 30 damn i'm waking up at six so not even as you would six o'clock you're probably on like coffee number three Mm, no just one big one <laughs> well uh i don't know if you remember this but uh i'm training some boxing and uh i got a boxing fight hopefully i just did my physical today again i have this extra time i have to get a boxing book which is frustrating and annoying but i understand what it's for it's so that way nobody sandbags it, it's kind of like a passport it keeps track of your fights throughout your amateur potentially professional career so i get it but this whole process has been uh it's like getting a freaking green card dude but hopefully have, everything works out here soon uh i got i got a black eye oh god oh man there we go and uh somebody yeah it, it's you got to throw yourself in the fire, as you know, like uh, in combat sports and uh, the art sports to to get good at. So I'm quickly learning and hopefully there's a there's a match October 8th and I'll keep you updated. But heck, yeah, that's that's soon. That's yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Weight is good. Just had uh, I'm gonna have to take the, the three and a half hour trek down south to, you know, Strong Island and <laughs> witness. That. Oh, man. Uh, some some people that are like I've cut out my mother. She cannot see any of my uh, competitions. Saint, my father is a coin flip. Uh, my wife, I actually I, I performed very well with her there. She was actually in a corner for a fight of mine. She's uh, you better. She'll kick you out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But uh, life that's, is good. It's funny. It's funny that you said that because uh, I was just listening to the the Joe Rogan podcast with. Uh, Will Harris, you know, the, the the guy that does the uh, what is it, the anatomy of a MMA fighter? He got or, big, man. He used to respond to my text. No more now. Oh dang! No, he's uh he's too busy uh flying around on his uh social media apps or dating apps. Sex addict. There's no such thing. <laughs> it's like we're all freaking animals. Like we are animals. <laughs> we want to have sex. Like yeah, but he was, fight. a few of the fighters, uh, their parents don't even watch. So I wonder if that's uh, normal because I know. When me and my brothers would compete, my parents would be trying to film and then the camcorders up in the, you know, the rafters and they're screaming still and everybody's cheering and then say, hey, dad, we missed it. Like, what did you film? (laughs) I think I remember um, your brother showing me some footage of uh, maybe his mom or maybe your guy's mom was filming and dad for football. I've I've heard your... uh, Mama Ferrara yell a couple of times. Uh, I we, love it, man. We actually have to, uh, well, at the, when we got older, they had to uh, have other people film. 
because they couldn't do it anymore. With it, like the cameras like moving and they're screaming yeah, at the bad. action. <laughs> it was bad, pretty bad. Luckily, other parents were filming as well. So, well thank goodness our parents aren't filming or at, uh, I don't know, working the, the multimedia for the UFC Apex in Vegas. But the professionals caught Bo Nickel putting on another stellar <laughs> performance, man. Uh, under a minute this time, 52 seconds. Like George St. Pierre used to do that knee tap with the overhand. Man, he actually landed the overhand left. I'm like, all right, it Justin, was, maybe almost- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he doesn't need to be, as I say, groomed or combed towards the UFC. Put him in there. Let's see him swing with the, swim with the Sharks. Who did he call out last night? Everybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, it looked like he was... The most important guys he called out. Give me some big boys. I'll do all three guys in a night. Let's go. Give me some big boys. I'll do all three guys in a night. Let's go. He was calling big boys. He meant Hamza Chamayev, Kamaru Usman, Israel Adesanya. Those are the guys he was talking about. <laughs> we got we to gotta give credit to Pat Downey for that clip right there. My boy, <laughs> Pat Downey. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, what I saw, I mean, what everybody saw, what was it? You had to put down what three grand to to win a hundred bucks on him. He was thirty to one odds or something. Yep. But yeah, it was a a nice uh, southpaw and right to it again. And that, what was that? We saw a few different angles that uh, it was like looking at the, the the ref like, hey, he's tapping. Like, call it. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see what was going on there. I was like so caught like, up. Looking up. He's like, are you, are you gonna stop it? He's like, I'm gonna keep squeezing until you stop it. But that's happened a few times, but it, it's usually with like the slick jujitsu guys. But dude, maybe but I would not be surprised if Bo was a jujitsu black belt. So like, this guy, uh Willie Sailor, super, super knowledgeable in wrestling. Uh, he's literally, I think he's he's calls himself the brain, but he is like super smart. And he put out a tweet. Um, his uh, Twitter handle is Matt Scouts, like wrestling, like Matt, M-A-T Scouts. Okay. Um, like that's literally what Bo did to 99.9% of his opponents, like in his weight class. Like that's like, he's, like I said, a, a month ago, it's been a while. Like he's a, a once in a lifetime talent. He's a generational talent. It's uh, like, uh, I don't know, almost like fun to watch when it's not it's like, oh, man, like I wait, I stayed up this late to watch this. Like I did it again last night. I stayed up. Late, I, was <laughs> I so remember the last time. And I woke I ended up waking up at, uh, before my alarm at 2.30. I was like, oh, my God, like I stayed up to watch that crap. But <laughs> it's like son of a gun. But yeah, super, super impressive and then he yelled at, what do you yell to dana like give me my contract or something and i saw your uh your brother our multimedia guy uh he he sent us some links i don't even know how it gets all this cool uh quotes and stuff about him calling out hamza chamayev like dude top of the food chain like all right let's go like I, i'm a i'm a believer now man you got those uh clips for us or um did uh I saw him. I didn't I didn't end up listening to it because uh I was listening to my Joe Rogan this morning. Oh I got uh here's our, our first fan uh voicemail. What's up Justin and Ike? 
Alex here, the brother of Justin. Very excited to see the Bo Nickel fight coming up Tuesday night. And he seems super, super hungry based on what I've seen from his coverage. He wants to be in the octagon before the end of the year in the UFC. So, um, yeah, how active he wants to be is really impressive. Um, and I want to see him put on some good shows and how he does against the top competitors in the UFC in his weight class. He seems pretty well-rounded based on you know, his history and his very brief fights, but, you know, we don't really know until he's tested, so excited to see that, and um, hope to talk to you guys soon. Bye. All right, that's our number one fan, Alex in L.A. That's our only fan. <laughs> Just kidding. My Aunt Teresa is a huge fan, and I'm trying to get her and my cousin Josh to get on Pod Forbid. And do their own podcast. Yes. Oh my God. She's like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, Auntie, you'd be great. Like, oh, that's all she does. I think I told you I was at her house and uh, I hear the ESPN uh, alert go off. I'm like, I put my phone on silent. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I put my phone on silent. And she's like, oh, it's me, UFC. I was like, oh, good girl. Like, what's up? But uh, yeah, she uh, she invites me over all the time to watch it. But I was like, uh, I'll text her back. I was like, sorry, I'm bad. Got to go like three hours. But uh, um, my cousin Josh is super into it as well. Super nice. knowledgeable about it. That'd be cool if they. Uh, I gotta I gotta inquire about that. To grow our uh, to grow our channel because that'd be pretty cool. Let's have them start with leaving voicemails. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she'd still be uh, nervous with it, but. We'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we're welcome yeah. to like, comment, whatever you guys want. We'll we'll replay it on the show, good, bad, or ugly. We really don't care. I, I know some hosts they they try to hide the ugly, but if you want to say you hate us, some hate mail, whatever, we'll read it. We'll read it. So, well, my uh my mentor now, Joe Rogan. You know, I listen to his podcast daily now. He says, don't read the comments. Who cares? Yeah. Host and ghost. I, I agree with that. Agree with ghost. <laughs> so it, it, it's easier said than done because I remember uh, I was interviewing this female UFC fighter and she was sitting down because I thought she would want to sit down. It's more comfortable. She's probably doing so many interviews and I was standing and then somebody commented, look at how he's standing above her to like be his oh, presence. God. And I was like, oh, my wife's like, don't reply. And like, I was like, just right. a bunch of, I was bunch like, of, yeah, but yeah, well, from, uh, from Bo Nickel, we can, uh, we can jump into our wrestling port, our portion, Penn state. Uh, when they say the rich get richer. Oh my God. So we'll give a quick recap. Um, yeah, like I said before, I don't have my dual screen up because my, well, another thing happened. My TV broke. So that was not a deer. No, that was not a deer. That was just old age. It was free. So uh, we got our other TV in front of it right now because I thought I'd uh, thought I could be MacGyver, Tim the Toolman Taylor, and fix it. But that's, uh, yeah, that's more like uh, not not so much. But uh, uh -huh. um, she's got my TV that I use for my other stuff. But the notes that I have, um, the Nittany, Nittany Lion Wrestling Club, uh, Thomas Gilman, who's a uh, 
world champ uh, last year, but took second this year. So super impressive still. Zane Rutherford, second. He actually uh, could be wrong with the name here, but the guy he uh, guy he lost to from Japan caught him in a leg lace. So when you get caught in a leg lace, it's you're not stopping it. You're 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 getting tacked real quick. From Japan, um, they're asking him about repeating, whatever, whatnot, but he's going to take uh, some time off of freestyle and focus on Greco. He thinks he's going to be the first, uh, another, well, a world champion freestyle, and then, you know, a few years later, Greco, which is super impressive. Greco is just a different world. Those guys are animals as well. But uh, David Taylor uh, avenged his loss to his uh, his opponent from Ira- uh, Iran. Nice. Uh, so he's the champ. I think he ended up scoring 40 points and giving up one, one in the finals. And then uh, the other guy that trains there is uh, Kyle Snyder. He won the gold. And then, Nice. Uh, so this is when it comes into – this is what I, I was messaging about uh, a few weeks ago, like the – the religion and politics. So not really politics or religion at all, but uh um I was well, gonna say I was like we were talking about religion and politics. Yeah, well it, it is kind of uh politics. Well uh Belarus and uh Russia were banned from the world championships because oh, of uh, wow. because of uh the war with Ukraine. So wow. um Russian guy tweeting out or on Instagram, you know, you know who's the real champ, yada yada yada. Like anytime you're ready, and Kyle Snyder just re- uh, replies, you know, when, you know, say when, you know. So could they from- do a one-off like somewhere and just like make a big? Uh, I think it's uh, I think they're um, I think Kyle's one and three against him. Um, Ooh. He beat him in the what is it here? 2016 Olympics, and then he oh, wow. took second to him last year. And then uh, I think another Worlds, and then um, 2020 Olympics, he took second to him. And then, as I was saying, the rich get richer. Kyle Dake, four-time NCAA champ from Cornell. Oh, what is he? Uh, three or three or four-time world champ. Slap. Uh, no, he took third in the Olympics. I think he's three-time champ, three-time world champ, or four. I don't know. One of them. Um, he is moving to State College, Pennsylvania, to train at Penn State. So, as I said, the rich get richer. Wait, he's gonna do his final year at Penn State? Not final year. No, 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 no. He's um taking his whole family, moving to Penn State living there, training there for the 2024 Olympics, next year's Worlds, um, or the foreseeable future, just because look at that staff, you know, Kale Sanderson, the best to do it. Um, and then just the room in general, all they, they got, I think another three high-level recruits this past weekend or this past week. So Penn State, like, like – uh, Bo Nichols said, you want to win championships, come to Penn State. And then State College isn't that far from Philly. And who lives in Philly? Who trains in Philly? Jordan Burroughs. So, and then actually fun fact, um, Jordan Burroughs, 
Kyle Dake and David Taylor. This is the first time that they were on the national team together, the world team together, and all took gold. So best world team cool. ever. They're uh, they, they I think they had the most points um, scored in world team history, but um, I think they top yeah they topped Russia from uh, the previous year, but uh. Again, Russia saying, no, we're not there, yada, yada, yada. Right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting with the uh, the Russian fighter who obviously wasn't able to compete, but I think you said he's one and two or... Uh, or Kyle, I think he's one and two or one and three against him. Um, I don't have my splits to look it up. And That holds weight, then. It's, it'd be one thing if... Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's legit. He's uh, He's for real... And I don't want, I don't like saying their names because I don't like butchering them. I feel like an uh, uneducated uh, turd for even attempting to, to say their name. But Boris, yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. But, but yeah, uh, super exciting. Um, a lot of you know. moving parts, man. Who was your uh, your favorite performer to watch uh, or wrestler outside of uh, the, the the wrestlers that you mentioned? Well, just uh, um, Seth Gross. He uh, he started at Iowa, went to South Dakota State, and then I think yeah, he finished at Wisconsin. But he uh, he shocked a lot of people and uh, actually made the world team. Beat Dayton Fix from uh, Oklahoma State um, to get there, and then he uh, he ended up taking fifth. Um, so he lost the bronze medal match, and that's what I hate about olympic style wrestling um there's two third places which i don't know i don't like it there's i didn't, I never looked into the reason of it but if you lose your first role if the guy you lose to it doesn't make the finals you're out of the tournament so um if you yeah. lose in the in the tournament the guy that you lost to has to make the finals or you're done so i don't think there's really like a like a true third i don't know it's it's just weird to me, but uh, yeah, like you would think that would be in a different type of league or sport than wrestling, like uh, a participation third or and like then, a consulate third. As I was telling you, uh, I think this gets super political and religious, so I apologize in advance. But uh, um, a wrestler from Iran uh, forfeited his match to a wrestler from Israel because. Iran doesn't recognize Israel as a a nation, so you got right, right. You know, Islamic and uh, you know Judaism, and they don't obviously see eye to eye with thousands of years of conflict. But uh, it's unfortunate, you know. The first of all, it's unfortunate that he didn't wrestle, and then second of all, you know he's done. Like uh, I think it was Mitch uh, Feinsilver. He actually. Um, he's from Colorado. He, he born and raised in the U.S. Wrestled at Duke, and I believe it was either him or his brother. Um, again, I don't have my computer with me. Um, well, split screen. Uh, that transferred to Michigan. So, um, real unfortunate that he he didn't have the opportunity to wrestle back for you know a medal. So I think that's kind of uh, that's tough. And I then uh, that, I think that happened before for an Olympic trial between an iran uh, iranian uh competitor and uh israeli 
uh, Judaica, I believe they call it. And uh, turns out the the Iranian fighter ended up uh, training with the the guy uh, in Israel years after. So it, it, I believe it's the individual how they feel. That's fine, but not everybody is like that. It, it's wild that it's still uh, it's sport, man. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. And then, um, you know, all that aside, like uh, what's going on over there, you see uh, there's a picture of uh, Jaden Cox. He's a multiple-time national champion. I think he, he won the Olympics too. Okay. Uh, um, no, he took third. He's a world champ. But uh, Great second, name, by the way. Jaden Cox. Um, he took second. He lost to an Iranian, and they're hugging each other. Um and there was a lot of uh, like Iran is off the charts with their fans. They're uh, they root for everybody. Like that's that's what that's why like I love like wrestling in general. Like fans, they just get behind everybody. And like the Iranians, they were chanting for uh, so there's a uh, what's his name, Stefan Micic, uh he was the 133 pounder from Michigan and he's uh wrestles for Serbia and he took bronze and he's uh the first medalist for Serbia. So all of Iran uh was behind him for his bronze medal match. And that was you know it's pretty cool to see, you know. He's uh you know, lives in the US, uh competing for another country just like uh fine silver for Israel. And a bunch of people do it. Um, and like I said, Penn state, they have, uh, the Nittany Lion wrestling club. So many guys training from other countries there, like, uh, Franklin Gomez, he's from Puerto Rico, uh, multiple time national champ at Michigan state, but trains at, uh, Penn state, you know, he, uh, he's out there, he's throwing haymakers at people and giving people a fit, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just a different world out there. And then all of a sudden they come together for wrestling. You even see that with uh, like Russians and Koreans and, you know, the Chinese, everybody embraced each other, like Cuba. Like it's, like it's just a love because they all know what they go through uh, training wise, you know, competition wise and the mutual respect. Is it okay for me to call wrestling a martial art? Yeah. I mean, it's a sport. It's martial. I mean, uh, I was listening to another thing like Joe Rogan. He said, what would you rather have, uh, you know, mastery of wrestling or BJJ? Oh yeah. I, I, Joe loves to poke the bear on that. He, he, goes, he, yeah, po- he pokes and he's like, well, well, who, who's better here? But you know, uh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's a, it's a martial art. You, you use it, it. I believe it's like the mastery of taking down and controlling an opponent. And I say the same thing with boxing. It's the mastery, the, the martial art of, uh, your hands like there's taekwondo the mastery of your feet uh, just kicks and i believe boxing wrestling it's the each individual art. me me personally i don't uh i don't know how to box so if, if we're gonna stand up you're, you're gonna get the best of me but if i take you down it's like you're in my you're in my wheelhouse now like it's it's a different different game you know i know what i'm doing guys that train boxing or like i can play possum though yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but 
No, for sure. I mean, Dude, uh, the U.S. Good. killed it. I, I can't believe Japan is up there with uh, the U.S. for seven gold. Uh, U.S. got six silver. That's where they separated. Uh, 15 total, Japan 13. But, oh, uh, from a female? Oh, wait, am I in? Female, female wrestling. Japan is Japan is so amazing. Their whole system and everything. But my uh, well, we U.S. had a bunch of champs too. Well, Tom Parrish won it. Um, what's her name? Uh, Tamara Misha Stock or Mensha Stock, and then uh, this eighteen-year-old Amit Elor from California. Now she's training at the NYAC. But eighteen-year-old just won uh, Cadet Worlds. And then she won junior worlds. And then she just won senior worlds. Now she's got like 20, what is it? Uh, 20 U coming up or 23 U something. Girl is uh, the youngest American uh, world champ ever. Wow. So she's got a bright, bright future. And then uh, my heart really goes out to uh, Sarah Hildebrandt. Um, I know her from. You mentioned uh, her before. I, I know her from. Uh, King College, which is, well, King University now in Bristol, Tennessee. She wrestled there, and I coached there for a year for the, the men's team. But um, she was up 4 or 5 nothing, and uh, a girl ended up choking her out and beating her there. But I think she yeah, choked her out and pinned her. But uh, she ended up coming back and getting third. So uh, it was definitely her year to be a world champ for sure. Um, you know, really, you know, all that time and effort that she put in and you know gets choked out because she's she's tough as nails and wasn't wasn't turning until she obviously passed out um yeah i wanted to uh jump on when you said that it's just great to see like countries embracing other countries and i love it man that's why i was trying to make the uh the connection with wrestling being a martial art like in the in the sense that there's no language needed it's just like yeah. there's so much heart and freaking hard work that goes on to getting ready for the matches and then actually competing there that it's like when it's over it's like it's all it's all gravy baby it's all love and yeah i think you mentioned before like would you rather be a ncaa champ or an olympic champ and you said olympic and it's like i, I really picked on that because it's like it's a mindset it's like wherever you go it's just sport is bigger than everything it's yeah like so NCAA, it's, it's only, like I said before, uh, folk style, collegiate styles only in America. Um, some Canadians pick up on it. Um, you know, they do it a little bit, but freestyle Greco, that's that's worldwide. Um, gotcha. Oh, and you were a Greco guy, so that makes sense why you are more worldly. Yeah, and like, um, not just like a Greco guy. I mean, I like... I liked upper body stuff, the ties, the, the different body positioning, but freestyle is very exciting um, in, its, in its own right. Like I said, if you get leg lace caught in a leg lace, it's done. Like, you better, uh, you know, counter that as you're going down and, you know, get your other leg out of there. But Greco, it's, uh, you just see all these crazy throws. Um, and that's, that's, that's the thing I don't like about uh, international wrestling. They change the rules every, like, six months. There's, like, another different scoring just to get more fans involved hmm. uh just because like on the american Elbows side now like, yeah uh on the american side you, you can see uh and now uh everybody's saying hey should we switch to freestyle and greco for you know high school and youth and but 
Um, I don't think that would ever work just because. No. I don't. I mean, I think it, folk style sets uh, sets the U.S. apart. You know, different uh, different mindset, different skill set. Fair. Um, they look at things differently. Like, and in, in obviously, folk style, uh, you can stall. I mean, people stall. How to ride people out. Um, freestyle Greco, you're on the mat for 10 seconds and you're back on your feet. A lot of uh, neutral position wrestling. You know what? I, I appreciate that because um, some American top, top, uh, Gordon Ryan, uh, yep, yep. top ranked American jujitsu guys, uh, they start calling it American jujitsu. And I was like, ah, you guys are, um, uh, uh, I don't know, being, uh, being funny, being like, okay, you're not paying respect to Japanese jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And then I'm like, wait a second. But if they're engineering or in like uh, new moves or ways to path to victories, then, and they're doing it and they're the only ones doing it, maybe it is American jiu-jitsu. So I'm like, okay, maybe there's a thing to maybe keep it a country base. And it's cool to see a country style versus a country style. For sure. Yeah. Like in, uh, um you'll see if uh, predominantly like freestyle wrestlers from a different country um like we just talked about uh uh stefan uh Michic from uh michigan well serbia he uh super well he was always he was always ranked super high in the world and i don't even believe he all american this past year um you know he, he bumped up from 33 to 141 and it's just a different mindset, different style, but he was super, super tough uh, at 33, but tough in general. But he went up 41 just because of Michigan's team last year was just phenomenal. Finished second in the NCAA, but phenomenal. Um, you know, team player uh, bumped up to, you know, make the uh, lineup stronger. But in general, I think, uh, I mean, it's just a different, different skill set. So what uh, on the world stage, is there any other tournaments for the rest of the year? I mean, they always have like invitationals and uh, different uh, like they have ranking series. So you have to go to certain tournaments and uh, collect points, essentially, whatever place you get. And then it compiles points to a ranking series. Then you get ranked or seated uh, at the Worlds or Olympics. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, it seems like we just uh that was an amazing uh episode i i mean uh, amazing uh tournament that just passed for the world championships i do have to check out highlights i was checking out yoel romero putting on the work melvin manho oh towards last oh fight <laughs> mentioned uh sanderson uh i believe that's who yoel fell short of in the 2000 olympics uh yoel is a silver medalist in wrestling and uh, I believe it was to our boy, America's own Kale Sanderson. A am I correct? We had to fact check it. I had a, uh, I had my oh, notes no. on split screen, but I think he beat Kale too. So he's a he's a different animal. And uh, Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico. He uh, won states as a freshman in uh, California. Uh, world. I think he was world champ a few times in the cadet or junior, and then he jumped into MMA. And actually, somebody compared him to Bo Nickel, 
last night. Like, oh, he didn't. Uh, he has a wrestler. He doesn't have the quite the wrestling credentials. I think uh, Aaron Pico's family uh, has like a boxing bo- uh, boxing background. Yep. And uh, like he focused on that, and he went into it, but he didn't have the, um, you know the uh, what do you say? Uh, you know the introduction, the the come out. Um, in MMA like he wanted he didn't have the you know um the success that he wanted to see right away like his his wrestling career um there's no doubt in my mind that if Aaron would have stuck with wrestling he would have easily been multiple time national champion probably an Olympian for sure but um yeah Aaron Aaron Pico is tough as nails and like to get that dude on this uh this show as well but that's my bit on Aaron Pico. Super, super, super tough as nails. Yeah, a lot of pressure on him. I think he made his pro debut inside of Bellator. Didn't get like five, that's, seven. Yeah, that's what I want to say. His his debut. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, like that's a lot of the Bryce Harper, LeBron James comparisons. But it's like people got to understand the difference between uh, that sport and this sport. When you lose, it's a lot more uh, consequences. The kid was sixteen when he started focusing on. Uh, um mma you know 16 give him it it's it's five years now since his debut give him five more years i think he'll still be under 30 like let's do our full assessment after (laughs) his uh full career like take it easy people i think he's still killing it though i think he's like eight and two nine and two uh nine and three he it's like he may be 20 and five like in the next five years it's like slow down people yeah well, I'm up with the big slowdown. You know me with the, the Bo Nickel thing. But uh, with Bo, speed it up now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This guy is confident. And the thing that is going to get overlooked, his mother is an amateur boxer. Like, he's been seeing hands being thrown and probably hitting pads, like. In the womb. Yeah. So it's like, like you said, once in a generation talent. But. Well, it was good chatting with you, my friend. I love you, brother. Um, I love you too. I know. Uh, I know the wife's mad because we went over our thirty-minute mark, but she just I'm walked sorry. in before. She's like, "You said thirty minutes." Uh, I say thirty, but I know the Zoom's forty. But then uh, <laughs> now it's hour like fifty minutes. All right, Justin and Alex, thank you for the call. Uh, Aunt Ferrar, if you want to leave a voicemail. Uh, I think the number is still up. If you hear my name, I'll, I'll change the, the voicemail message, but it's 646-820. You know, we could, I could change the number. I could change the number. But if yeah, you want to call change. your nephew, leave him a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. <laughs> well, it was good talking to you, my man. We got to do it again soon. Hopefully uh, life and work don't get in the way, but I'll be working until I think next Tuesday straight. So putting in those 12s go Steelers actually they're playing the Jets this year screw you Steelers I like oh, Mitch Trubisky I'm a I'm a Mitch Trubisky Mike Tomlin fan uh, I, was, like uh, I was a Mitch I was, I was a Mitch fan never well actually when he was in the Bears because he wasn't in the Steelers I'm a Kenny Pickett fan I got all my uh eggs in the basket for Kenny so let's you play. and everybody else Mitch has the weight of the world like he's got <laughs> like I feel bad for him 
They're like, he's a good dude though. He's like, what is that? It's the world. <laughs> well, Justin, peace out. Get some sleep. I know you got to get up in like 14 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. 13. <laughs> and count. Later, uh, brother. Have a good one.